By now, you've heard of the race for the Bitcoin ETF. It's been going on for a long time, but perhaps we will get our first debut as early as maybe next week. Let's talk about it. Nate Geraci joining us, president at the ETF store. Nate, good to have you here on the show. Thank you. A pleasure to be here. So you think this is going to happen next week? I do. I think it is the night before Christmas for investors who have been waiting for a Bitcoin oh. ETF, which has been a long time, going all the way back to 2013. Okay. Now, what do you see this being the futures fund, right? Uh, any particular, because there's a couple different say, issuers, right? Yes, there are. So there are four issuers who could have a futures-based ETF trading before the end of the month. The preferred method would be to have a physically backed, I use air quotes there, physically backed uh, Bitcoin ETF, but the SEC prefers to have a futures-based ETF come to market first. So my expectation is that we will see a futures-based ETF trading on the market probably next Tuesday. Wow, all right. Uh, and why do you think just because the SEC has been clear that this is their preferred way to go? Yeah, really what it comes down to uh, for me is if you look over about the past two, two and a half months, SEC Chair Gary Gensler has twice publicly stated that he would welcome filings from ETF issuers that were in a 40 act wrapper and held CME traded Bitcoin futures. And it seems to me if the SEC is going to publicly message that to ETF issuers who have been tirelessly working on this for again, eight years, uh, that they would be ready to approve such a product. I don't know why they would publicly message that if they weren't ready to approve that. We also now have a mutual fund from ProShares that holds futures that is live and has been out on the market for about a month. Uh, I think that gave the SEC a little comfortability. That was sort of the baby step. Now the next step is to have futures-based ETFs. I think once the SEC gets comfortable with how those are working and trading live on the market, then we can evaluate the prospects for a physically backed ETF. Now, Nate, is there anything within like ETF construction, legalese, that uh, if they didn't want to do it right now, they could point out? I mean, what is just generally kind of the variance of an ETF rejection? If they've laid out the rules on the way they want it packaged and it's packaged that way, does that typically mean that it's, you know, funds going to get through or do these things get stopped for random reasons? Oh, there's a page missing from the PowerPoint or you're not doing this right or something. It's an excellent question. And if we look at the history of Bitcoin ETF filings, we know that anything's possible. So if I had to weigh the odds, I am very optimistic. If you can't tell, I'd say there's probably a 90% shot that we see a Bitcoin ETF next week. In terms of potential outs, the filing that's up first, the ProShares uh, Bitcoin ETF, that has the ability to hold things like Canadian Bitcoin ETFs and GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. So perhaps the SEC may frown upon that. There is a filing from Valkyrie that would only own futures that they may look more favorably on. My opinion is I don't think those are going to matter. I view the ability for an issuer to hold Canadian Bitcoin ETFs or something like GBTC as a release valve mm -hmm. for a futures-based ETF in the event that there was a lot of demand in the futures market and that area was becoming overwhelmed. Theoretically, the ETF issuer could lean on some of these other areas to get Bitcoin ETF exposure. So, but th that, that's potentially something that the SEC could lean on is mm -hmm. uh, a reason not to approve mm -hmm. these filings. Now, Nate, uh, just kind of your feeling of watching this uh, uh, part of the market ETFs, 
does the first uh, mover get the advantage? Because uh, as you mentioned, there's a couple that are listing for this approach. How do you think those flows might distribute among the current contenders? You know, it's going to be fascinating to watch because as I alluded to earlier, a futures-based Bitcoin ETF is not exactly what investors want. Investors would much prefer a physically backed ETF. So in terms of what demand will look like, I, my expectation is demand's going to be lighter than if we had a physically backed product. Now, in terms of the competitive landscape, uh, first mover in the ETF space has historically always had an advantage in terms of accumulating assets. I think this competitive landscape is going to be fascinating to watch because I think it's going to come down to price. I think we're going to see very aggressive cost cutting in the space. We can look to commodity futures ETFs that currently exist on the market and pricing on those has come way down. You can get broad-based, futures-based uh, commodity exposure for about 25 basis points on the market. Now, will a Bitcoin ETF come that low? I, I, I can't rule it out, but I think price is going to be a big factor. And then the other is sort of a street cred, a crypto street cred. Will investors uh, prefer a, a Bitcoin ETF from somebody who is branded around crypto? I think that's another interesting mm. area to watch. Uh, Nate, uh, looking at uh, what doors it opens, I mean, it sounds like there's a big difference between the futures and the physical. Do you think this moves the needle on eventual physical uh, or are they just very disconnected? Yeah, I mean, the challenge with a futures-based ETF is it's not going to track spot Bitcoin pricing perfectly. And the reason for that is if you look at the Bitcoin futures market, it's in Contango where the out months are trading at a higher price than the, than the near months. And so what happens is over time in a futures-based ETF, the ETF has to roll over exposure and they're buying futures contracts effectively uh, high and selling them uh, low. And so you, you get what's called a negative roll yield and it's a performance drag on the fund. Mm. So, so again, not an That doesn't sound solution. fun. Well, it's something that investors have to be aware of. And, and you know, we've talked about this for a long time, just in any futures-based product, that you can't have this negative roll yield. And it's caused some issues before. We can look to last year with a product like the United States Oil Fund, uh, USO, which ran into some pretty significant issues. And the fund manager ended up having to manage around the futures market. They were bumping up against position limits. And investors in that fund got a little bit of a different experience than what they were expecting. Uh, investors are going to have to be aware of that in a, in a futures-based Bitcoin fund. It's one of the reasons why I strongly prefer a physical Bitcoin ETF uh, product come to market. I think it's a much better option for investors. But again, I think what the SEC wants to do here is see baby steps. They want to. They know the futures market is regulated. It's regulated by the CFTC. Yep. You're going to have these futures held in a 40-act product. I think that gives them a level of comfortability. And once they see that this product is operating in a manner that, that they're comfortable with, then I think we can look at a, a physical Bitcoin ETF. And it just uh, on the last point again, real quick before I let you go, that drag that could happen due to the futures roll, what are we talking about? Basis points, uh, you hold it long enough, it doesn't really show up, or could it really weigh uh, and uh, create a different experience than actual Bitcoin? It's really going to depend on, really going to depend on how steep the futures curve is. So the steeper the curve, the bigger the potential negative drag. Uh -huh. There are estimates out there that this could be a drag of between, say, 5 and 10% annually. But again, it's going to come down to the shape of the futures curve. Okay. Nate, great stuff. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to more. Yep, thank you. Sure thing. Nate Geraci is the president at the ETF store, optimistic on the first Bitcoin ETF.